Cultivation, Cultivation with Kevi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevi. I'm your host, Kevi the Dreamer, and today I am joined by my girl, Yana Kai. Today, we are talking about so many different things. I'm so excited. I feel like this episode is about to be a blessing for all of us, so I'm excited to get into it. How are you doing, Yana? Thank you for having me, Kevi. I I really appreciate that. And I'm excited too, because I know that, you know, you have good conversation and us together, we just have great conversation. So yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm so excited. Yana, I always start off my show with a couple icebreaker questions just to let people to get to know you a little bit better. So I just got a few questions for you. Question number one is what reality show would you want to be a part of? Okay. Okay. A reality show that I really want to be a part of is The Circle. Because I mean, it's social media, of course, and because it's strategy, and I feel like I could win it just naturally. <laughs> okay, I haven't heard of that one. I'm gonna have to check that one out on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Question number two is Imagine you can teleport anywhere. Where would you teleport right now? Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say to the beach, but that's too vague. Um, <laughs> So I would teleport to Thailand. I really been wanting to go real bad. So I feel like if I could just teleport, it'd be like, I'll be over there. Yes, I love <laughs> it. I've never, I've never used my passport, so I love that. Me neither. That's why I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to use our passport. Yes. Question number three is: Would you rather stay at a hotel or Airbnb? Hotel. I love hotels. Like I don't know. I was talking to this girl the other day about showers. It's the showers for me. I don't uh-huh. know other people rate their hotels, but if the shower got a curtain, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I like hotels. There's something about them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm know. I you. just like them. Airbnbs are cool though, but I just love yeah. hotels. I'm with you. <laughs> All right, y'all. So today I am joined by a fellow model, a fellow creative, a fellow manifester. I'm going to pick her brain and find out as much as I can about manifestation and just different things in general, just about what she's learned on her journey. Um, As you guys know, that's been listening, this is a self-love, self-empowerment, positivity uh, podcast. I'm big on loving yourself. We, you know, we got to love ourselves out here. Life is crazy. The world is crazy. Um, So I'm just excited to just chop it up with Yana. Thank you again for being with me, Yana. For sure. So my first question for you, Yana, is when did you first realize that you had the power to manifest your dreams, to create whatever it was that you envisioned for yourself? So I had a friend. Her name is Lo. She, uh, I met her, you know, social media during COVID. And so I've heard of manifestation and I used to talk about it, but I didn't really like act on it. You know, like I heard, you know, speak the power of words and, you know, what you say is what you can create. But I I thought I was doing it, but I wasn't law of attraction. I did not understand the concept. And so when I seen her and she told me about manifestation and I literally seen her life change, I was like, okay, I want that. And so I started getting on TikTok. I started researching. And then when I had my spiritual awakening back in 2021, that's when it really clicked for real for me. It was like, yeah, this is it. So I realized, speak it, and it'll be, but actually acting on it, believing it and just everything, you know, meditating and really like, this is what I want. And yeah. So, yeah. And when I, when I see the results, I'd be like, yeah, 
<laughs> this is it. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about your spiritual awakening in 2021? My spiritual awakening, I actually had COVID. And so when I had COVID, I got esophagitis with it as well. So, and I ended up breaking out in a bad rash. So it was like my image was changing. I lost like 20 pounds from not being able to eat. And so it was just like a butterfly or like a caterpillar going into a cocoon to become a butterfly is basically what it was. Because when I came out of that, I was a totally different person. I was questioning religion. I was questioning who I was. I was questioning how I moved. And I wanted to be in nature. You know, I wanted to meditate. I wanted to ground myself. I wanted crystals. I just wanted to do all of that. And uh, a lot of things were coming to me with angel numbers. I didn't even know what angel numbers were. Uh, I realized I wasn't just intuitive. I was deeper than that. I realized that spirit was always speaking to me, whether I was listening or not. I knew that I had a stronger power. And so when I actually paid attention, I just started to accept that. Mm. That's powerful. Caterpillar going into a cocoon. I love that. So you, would you say that when that started to happen for you, was that around the same time that you were speaking to your friend Lo and that all of this like just kind of all same, sort of happened in the same time period? It all kind of came together and worked together? Well, I was together? speaking to her like a year before. So like I, okay. I understood manifestation, but not to that extent. So gotcha. I thought I was practicing it, but I wasn't really doing it. But I okay. seen it. So a year later, it was like, boom, this is it. Like, mm -hmm. I understood more because mm -hmm. I tapped in more to myself. I wasn't really tapped into myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like behind the scenes, like kind of starting starting that, what am I trying to say? Like starting the process, getting it started, and then you got deeper into it a year later. So would you say that like everything was maybe working behind the scenes at that point, like it maybe started the process maybe a year before and then it just you know things were happening behind the scenes for you to a level that maybe you didn't understand and then you became more aware like a year later and then um then you started to get more deeper into yourself like um you know just kind of all work together basically like even that kind of even though you didn't know as much a year before um you it kind of started that process out and then you know you you started to just maybe learn more see more um more started happening within your life and then it just all kind of came together and now look at where you're at today yeah i i believe it probably started even before that you know if you look back and so um you've been manifesting most people have been manifesting their whole life whatever we speak and we don't understand that so i think that you know it started way before but as the years started to get i felt like spirit was like you need to wake up <laughs> i feel like at some point they wanted to shake me and was like yo and that i feel like that was the spiritual awakening yes so when you first realized that power within you when it when you started to have a language for it what would you say is one of the first things that you really started to focus on within you did you have like was there like a like something that you're like, okay, this is what I want. Or was it just maybe just like a journey for you and just becoming more of who you wanted more so than just a tangible item? It was more so a journey, like, cause it's still a journey. But at the time, my focus was getting the message out to the people. I was really big on TikTok and speaking my spiritual journey. And like, I was attracting people to my profile. Um, I was attracting some people that I met on my journey that I still talk to today. So that was really an open door to, you know, everything for real. 2021 was like 
the start of like a lot of change for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. When did you, when would you say that you first fell in love with modeling? Was that a part of it as well? Or has that always been a desire of yours? Well, no, I used to always watch America's Next Top Model growing up. And, you know, back then I wasn't the model. So I was always into fashion. I grew up sewing. So I went to school for fashion, uh, my degree in fashion. So, like, I was more so, like, the stylist. Like, I wanted to be this total look, like, what you look like. And I was always behind the scenes with modeling because in college we helped with uh, fashion shows. So I've always been behind the scenes helping people get the models together, get them ready, get them up there, telling them how to walk. But I never thought I was going to be the model. I was more the behind the scenes girl and I was cool with that until um, after I left a relationship, I cut my hair. You know, you cut your hair, you feel like a new, like nobody can tell me nothing. I right. said, I want a model. I don't mm -hmm. know. I started reaching out to uh, local clothing lines. Boom. And that was it. And that was in 2019. And I also started my YouTube channel in 2019. So content creation and modeling, they started at the same time. Okay. Yeah. And then would you say, from learning about manifestation, putting a language into it, and then becoming a content creator, becoming a model, how has that all come together for you? Has it just become stronger for you? It's become stronger. And you know, as people, we put ourselves down. But if I actually look at my journey and people remind me, it's become like, man, it's a total growth there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not an overnight thing. But even with social media, I haven't been on the same platform since 2019. I've been on so many different platforms, but even on every platform, I can build a name. And so that's what makes me feel confident. Like I'll, anywhere I go, I know I can build a name for myself. Don't matter if I'm starting from the scratch. I always attract the right people. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's a journey. What would you say are some of the most important lessons that you've learned along the way since you've created this not created this, but come, come to be, come to be who you are and become more aware of the power of it. Like tapping into the essence of manifestation. Um, I definitely feel like, um, be careful what you ask for, because I've realized some things that I've wanted to manifest, manifest it, and I didn't want it. So, you know, just be careful what you ask for. Um, take things for what, uh, take people for who they are. When people show you who they are, believe them. That's, that's a big one. You know, and take social media for a grain of salt. Don't get too caught up in it because you will lose yourself in it. Um, and just keep doing you. Apply every, just apply who you are, be your natural self to anywhere you go, any setting, and you should win. Because if people don't want you on your natural self, then you don't want to be around them. And you always say, I'm trying to quote it the right way. You always say purpose over popularity. Is that your quote? Oh, inspiration over influence. Inspiration. But I like that. Yes. I like that. Yes. What you just well, said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Inspiration over influence. Yes. Um, yeah. And I was going somewhere with that and I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no. Okay. This is what I was going to say. I was going to say for, for me and you being creative beings and being models and being entertainers, being in the industry, being... On, but also being enlightened and being on this spiritual journey. There have been so many things that I've learned as well that, that go along with what you've said, like just staying true to who you are, not losing yourself, um, being careful with the energy that you surround yourself with, not getting caught up in other people's ill intentions, um, getting caught up in other people, just getting caught up in the machine of, like you said, social media. You have to just 
know who you are and not get caught up in that beast, you know, because it's easy to get caught up in the likes and caught up in in the attention. I'm, I'm yes. telling you, clout is a hell of a drug. When they say that, that is real. Yes. And when you're trying to build a following and you're trying to create something and people are telling you that you need more this or you need more that, I've had people tell me I need more numbers before I can reach this or, or you know, collaborate with that, whatever it be. That can be discouraging. And it's it's almost like the the old scenario of like you just graduated college or you just whatever, and you're trying to get your first job and they're like, well, you have no experience. And it's like, well, how do I get experience? If you know what I'm saying? Like, don't give it to me. Right. So it's, it's tricky. And I think it's, it's even more tricky in this industry because of everything that comes with it. And just, we've seen so many people in the industry who are still people at the end of the day, get caught up and, unfortunately reach their demise, you know, um, just so many different things. So it is, I think it's very important to know who you are and to know like specifically what it is that you are trying to do specifically what's your, what is the word I'm looking for? I, I started to say what your brand is, but it, I mean, it's even more than just your brand. It's specifically you, you know, like we're all people, we can all like me and you are models, but we can have different demographics or we can have different focuses and things like that. We just have to know who we are on the inside. I keep saying that because when you know who you are and when you are genuinely yourself, I don't feel that you can go wrong with that because the world is constantly trying to tell you to be somebody else, be less of you, you know? So I just felt like that was an important tidbit to share. Mm-hmm. And my shirt says you are enough. And I made sure to wear this because I knew we was going <laughs> But I definitely your purpose. Like I really liked when you said purpose over popularity. That was that's good. I like that. I don't know where I came up with it. I Listen, thought that they came you from need you. To brand hey. that. Now you that's that's yours. <laughs> that's yours. <laughs> I, but you know, but it's so true because and, and I'll just expand on what we were saying with that because for me, being somebody that is an aspiring model, an aspiring entertainer. I've never been Mr. Popular. So I get caught up in, okay, well, I'm not like this most well-known person or I don't have this huge following or whatever, but it's like, but you don't need that to be whatever it is that you're trying to do. And that's for anybody. You don't have to be a model. You don't have to be a public figure with anything that you're trying to do. All you have to do is be yourself. And all you need is a few people that like you. You know, you all you have to do is find your core audience, those core people that rock with what you're doing. That's all you need. You don't need the whole entire world. And that's something I need to tell myself because I get so caught up in that. Well, this person unfollowed me or this person isn't a fan of what I'm doing, but it's like, okay, but they're not meant for you. You know, we all have our intended people and our intended platform and our intended what's what's for us. And it's like they say, what God has for you is for you. And can take it from you. So I think that that's important to say as well. It's important to, to just know, to just know within yourself who you are, what you're doing, and just stay grounded in that. And that's, and in this machine in the world, outside of social media, just in the world in general, that's such an easy thing to get lost in. Especially because you lived in LA. And whole time I thought I wanted to move to LA. That last trip to LA was it for me. I mean, I still visit, but I knew from then I was like, my, this ain't it for me. 
Yes. And that, that's something else we could talk about, Yana. It's, you know, it's like the illusion of you have to be in these big cities or where it's popping to make it. But when you're in an environment that is sucking you dry, you barely can make it because it's so expensive there, you know, and my backstory, a lot of people don't know. I have a mortgage and I'm paying rent and on a, not even a high end apartment in LA, like whatever the cheapest apartment is in LA, that's a lot, you know? And then you're surrounded by people that maybe aren't as supportive as you are. You know, everybody's trying to make it. So they're just trying to step on you to get to where they're going. Mm. That can be draining, you know, <laughs> or, or people that are just not. They're not um, genuine. Not yeah. everybody, though. Yes. But that's hurtful. Right. When you're really trying to or you're a genuine person. That's not a place mm-hmm. for you. There's there's this um YouTuber. Her name is Abby Nicole. And she says she's going to talk about her PTSD from living in LA. A lot of them move because they be mm. like, why am I spending all this money here? I could just go back home. Like yeah. I, your platforms on social media, you right. can move wherever you want to move. You don't got to live in LA to make it. And that, that was the awakening that I learned, you know, and mm-hmm. to, to everybody that I'm, I'm looking directly at the camera right now, my first season that I started, I was on the journey of, I was living in LA and I talked to the audience about, I'm living in LA. I'm trying to make it as an entertainer. And now you see my background. I'm now back home. I'm in my studio in Ohio. And I, my awakening was, I realized I don't have to be in LA. I don't have to be struggling in LA and not even just when I say struggling, I don't even mean like financially struggling. I mean, like mentally I was struggling. Yeah. I was burned out. I was working a, a really busy job. I was working as a travel nurse at a really big hospital that just was sitting me to the heaviest floors, giving me the heaviest assignments. And it was just really burning me out. And I just finally just one day had to say enough of this. I can't do this anymore. I you know, I, I'm pouring from an empty cup. I don't have anything else to give. And I finally was just like, you know what? I can do this from anywhere. I don't have to be in LA. I don't have to be almost on E every day. I can be where I'm paying my mortgage, which makes the most sense. Why am I paying more than just that? And I also, I mean, there's just a lot to it, you know, but it's like, although I did love LA and I love things about LA, I didn't love the whole vibe of it. I didn't like everything of it. There was a lot of things that were just very daunting and exhausting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think, you know, to in entertainment, especially it's, it's very um, go, go, go. Like you can't really take a break. You can't really rest because then you're forgotten about is the perception. Yeah. You know, people yeah. think that you have to constantly be out there because the next person is trying to make it. So it's like, if you take that just one break, then you're going to be forgotten about, you're going to lose that buzz that you have. So it's just very, it's not good for your mental health. You know, that's what we forget about in this world is we don't honor mental health or we don't honor what our body is telling us. And I think that's why we just get so burned out and run dry. And that's not good because how can you be your best version of yourself or put out your best work when you are dry? Like, that's something I have to tell myself because it's hard not to be go, 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 especially because I'm a mom and I try to do all this extra. And when I get a break from everything, I be like, <laughs> like everybody yes. like, when's your next modeling? Hey, hey, hey. I just finished <laughs> a fashion week. You got to give me some time. <laughs> Let yes. me breathe. That's so true. That's <laughs> like, so on. true. Yeah. It's crazy. And, you know, and I also think about like 
I'll use Instagram as an example, how how just the analytics are and how it's like, if you're not constantly putting out content or constantly putting out material, then it's like, you're forgotten about. And it's like, that's not even really how an artist works. You know, you have to have that time period to like be inspired. You have to have that time period to just relax off of the, like you said, the the last big project that you did because you're tired, you know, fashion (laughs) week is exhausting. (laughs) And people don't get that. And I had to travel. It wasn't like it was local. I had to travel three times this year. Talking about this year. This year ain't even like, come on. We in June. We got to be in June. Like that's the traveling and everything, man. It's exhausting. Um, that's why I'm like, yo, chill. Like, you know, like I got a fashion week tryouts this Saturday. I'm gonna go to it, but I'm not in no rush for another mm-hmm. project right now. I got so much content. I ain't even posted, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and another thing somebody tried to tell me, cause I said I was over, um, um, but not overstimulated, but I was like exhausted. You know, I was overwhelmed. That's what I had said. Mm-hmm. And someone said I had to choose between being a content creator or being a model. And that is something I can never do. <laughs> like I told you, I started them at the same time. To me, yeah. they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I got to choose between the two because I love them both and they correlate. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel, I don't, I don't like when people try to tell you, you got to choose one niche. Because, like, you have multiple niches. Right. And they correlate. And so social media sometimes tries to make you do that in order to go viral and stay viral because they want to know what category to put you in. You can't put me in a category. So that's hard for me to go viral. I've only went viral once, but it's hard for me to continue because that wasn't even my niche. It was just a video I did. Like, I don't even know why that went viral. And so when I do the videos I actually like, it's hard because I just have different content. Like, Mm -hmm. I cannot be in a box. I don't know. Yeah, because we're we're people, you know, and people naturally have different layers. You know, yeah. we're multifaceted, and that's a good point that you bring up. It's like you have to once you find that one thing that maybe is popular, or you capitalize on that. It's like they want you to stay there, and it's like, but no, there's other parts of me. You right, know, yeah, that's not it. For that's me. not just me. And and also another point that you made, you you're more you don't ha- I don't feel that anybody has to choose between one or the other. Again, we're we're multifaceted people. Where there's layers to us, you can be this, you can be that, you can be whatever you choose to be. You don't have to choose. Mm-hmm. I think the important part is just listening to your body and resting when you need to. I think that's what's, and I I don't think I think that's an unpopular opinion is what I'm trying to get out of my mouth. I think that you know in today's world that's not something that is said a lot. I think people want you to just keep going and they don't, you know, hustle and, and, and you got to get it, you got to get there. And it's like, sometimes you need to just stop for a moment and you need to just rest. You need to just take it all in and you need to just look back on it, observe, reflect, and just take a moment to yourself. You know, you need to do some self-care and you need to just you don't need to just constantly be moving. Sometimes you need to sit still. I've noticed for me, sometimes when I sit still, that's when I hear God the loudest. Mm-hmm. Actually, not even sometimes. That's always when I hear God the loudest. When I'm moving, I feel like the noise of the world is distorting his voice and I can't really hear. You know, And, and that's when I get confused because I'm constantly moving. And that's when I mess up or I do something that I wasn't paying attention because I'm not paying attention, you know? I feel like you brought up a good point. And like we talk about off camera, that's what they want. 
they don't want you to hear God. They don't want you to hear the power within yourself. So that's why they created it so hard for you to just chill. They made it so you got to work, 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 you know, because you got all these bills, you got all this shit. Because they don't want you to sit there and actually like, hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because when you mm-hmm. sit with yourself, you realize so much. Mm-hmm. And then you understand like, oh, no, I don't want to do nothing. Like, you know, they don't yeah. want that for you. And that's my biggest problem with society. And, you know, I'm just like, I'm not with it because I know how they created it for it to be hard for us. Listen, that's why I always, <laughs> in my deepest thoughts, I'll be like, fuck Henry Ford, because didn't he create the the 40-day work or the 40-hour work Was loop? it? I don't know like, who it was. I ain't looked into it. That name sounds familiar, though. Like, I've heard it. I feel like it's Henry Ford. And listen. Why did he do the, that? What was his from, goal? Look, <laughs> from the depths of my soul, fuck you, Henry Ford, because what was you doing? <laughs> what made him think that? Like, what is the history on that? I'm gonna have to look it up. I, okay. That just that name just sticks out to me. But I, I get <laughs> you know he. I just remember you know. Look, this is here's another t- tidbit with that R- memorizing something long enough to pass a test, but not memorizing why it's important. <laughs> <laughs> so his name's important. I remember his name, but I can't remember anything else. But it's like I guess the significance of that is the work week and how it correlates to our life. But it's like, damn, the work week really is not. Uh, you know, it's, it's think about it. People who work nine conducive. to five, that's five uh, days a week. You're working. You only get two free days. And most of the time you still got to work because you can't afford to pay your bills. No. Are you crazy? And then one of those days is you're catching up on housework because when you when can you do laundry? When can you clean? Or shit with your car. But because usually when you're trying to get your car worked on, they close when you get off. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Business hours. Doctor's appointments. You know, man. The way they created life is crazy. <laughs> Listen, and here's one that's really been kicking my ass lately is why is it that children in elementary school and high school, why do they get summer breaks, Christmas breaks, Thanksgiving breaks, spring breaks? What about adults? We don't need breaks anymore. We're supposed and to just work 30 think plus about years. The schedules of their school hours. They're not even the same schedule as a nine to five. Their schedule is less, so who supposed to pick and drop them off? Like, what are we talking about? Like, if, if it's one parent, they don't make it easy. It's not easy. And then like they don't want to help you with government assistance. It's like, well, how can I work? Because these school hours, you know what I'm saying? Like, they- Listen, that's a whole nother conversation, girl. <laughs> Me and my cousin just watched the movie Claudine. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's no. from the 70s. It's from the 70s. It starred Diane Carroll. Um, and it's literally about that. It's literally about a woman, a black woman from the 70s who's on government assistance and how they were just stalking her, basically, just to make sure that she wasn't taking advantage of the system because she had six kids. And it was it was a, it's stereotypical. Of course, it's from the 70s, you know, so like it's a it's a product of its time. But yeah. basically, it's a it's a single woman who has multiple fathers, the fathers, whatever happened to him. Some of it's explained, some of it's not. But she has six children. She's on assistance. She's dating a man. And like there, there's like this woman from the welfare office constantly coming into the house, checking on her. She has to hide all of her gifts because if they see the gifts, then they think that, you know, she's taking advantage of the system and they're going to deduct from what they give to her. And I'm just like, what in the world? Like, do people, did people really have to use to do this? Like, what kind they of... Should- they, they probably don't go that far, but they do a lot. They run your social here and there, and they start asking you questions and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's crazy. I, like it's not fun. Like I I don't know how people stay on it for their whole life. It's nothing that I would yeah. Because to be stalked and to be <laughs> to be they know everything about you. Like you're a number. Like literally you're a number, and they pull up everything about you where you're at, where you're located right now. Like that is crazy to me. I want to be off insane. the grid. I don't want them in my business like that. Right. That's insane. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this whole, the whole setup of it is insane. And, whew, it's just insane. And then, you know, you have people like us, and I'm sure there's other people out there listening who are like-minded like us, who are who are dreamers, and we're, we're working towards our dreams. When do you have time and energy to fit that into what we're supposed to be doing in life? Like we just said, how this system is laid out. We have these 40-hour work weeks, and then some people work overtime. It's more than 40 hours and you're, it's just insane. Like no wonder we're one running around here tired and just exhausted and exhausted. Don't even We're doing a lot of things, you know, and absolutely. And we're not doing too much. Really. We're not taking a lot of time to self and meditate. That's something I was talking to somebody that I need to get back into, but it feels like how, when, you know, like you got to get up super early, but then you get up super early. You'd be tired and I'd be having to do stuff at night. So it's like, and for me, I work night shifts, so that is already against me because I'm so tired. It, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's like you said. It's almost like it's designed for you to fail. It yeah. really feels that way. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Let's talk about. Do you have any current projects that you're working on currently? Or are you just chilling for the moment? Well, currently I'm in the process of about to go take a test this week to be a registered behavior technician, which is working with people with autism, okay. um, with ABA therapy, which, you know, you know, as a dreamer, I don't do a nine to five, but um, I just, it was more money and it's part time. I need something flexible. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for And then I like to help people. Like, I think my purpose here is to help people whatever way I can. And I have been working with autism. Uh, I have autistic cousins. So I've been in that field for like forever. So I think that um, finding ways to fund your dream, you know, because when I quit my job in 2021, I didn't think about that. I just was like, everybody was telling me leap of faith and I had to take it. At that time, I felt like my back was against the wall because I asked my manager, hey, can I get, can I work? You know, we was doing remote at the time. It was COVID. So I asked my manager, can I work out of town? And then they were saying I wasn't able to. Okay. Then I asked, I didn't have enough PTO. So at that time, I knew I had to take this trip I needed to take. So I felt like, hell, I gotta, I gotta quit because I gotta go. I don't have enough PTO, and they won't let me work out of town. I cannot stay here. So that was that, and I'm happy I did that. I don't regret that not one bit. But throughout the journey, it's like survival mode, like fight or flight. I feel like I've been on fight or flight for a long time, and I want to rest. I don't want to be on survival mode. You know, like I gotta get it, gotta get it, gotta get it. Like I want to rest. I want it to come to me. I want it to have it, which how it should be you know, law of attraction. So I'm trying to put myself in these better positions to to work on things, but also give me time to model so I can still travel, to fund me, basically, you know? And so, yeah, I'm working on that, as well as I have tryouts for Omaha Fashion Week over the weekend. And other than that, I don't have any photo shoots set up. I have some pictures that I haven't gotten yet. So, um, but with the photo shoots, I think I might have one for my birthday. But you know how much energy it takes to do a photo shoot. So I got to see if I even got the energy to do it. Because if it ain't right, I don't want it. <laughs> and in my head, I'm, I'm a creative. Like, I be creatively designing my photo shoots, too. So I send pictures of, like, this is what I want. And this is how I want it. And if you know, it takes a lot of energy. Like, I be having to do my own hair sometimes. Sometimes do my makeup. Depends, you know. And then, man. 
you gotta get there your outfit changes <laughs> sometimes you don't even want to do an outfit change because you tired mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i might do one for my birthday other than that i don't have any big projects i have some things i'm manifesting for the fall uh, you know because fashion weeks are coming up as we spoke about so but other than that yeah i can't think of i do my baddie on a budget segment that i need to get out and i i like the traction it's getting people seem to like that and have you thought about turning that into a YouTube series? I don't know if I did. How how could I make it long? It's like a quick thing, you know? Okay. Some of my videos are getting longer that I had to take. It was like two minutes. I had to take it down to a minute and 30, and I don't even want it to be that long. But it kind of turned into that too. I hate how you have to make it, you know, yeah, the one, it the minute and 30. It kind of turned into a vlog. Like, mm-hmm. at first, it was literally just telling you how to buy cheap outfits and look cute. And then it kind of turned into a whole story time because mm-hmm. because my life is basically batting on a budget. Like, people be thinking, you know, perception. People be thinking, oh, you got it. You did this. No. Like, I did my last photo shoot, and I feel like people think, oh, you you don't got that much money, but you're going to get your makeup done. I got my makeup done for free. I got those pictures taken for free. And, you know, it's like, it all it's all not what it seems. People look mm-hmm. at you and think like, oh, you mm-hmm. doing, how you doing all that? It's not what it seems, love. Like, it's like, that's why I do these segments. Because people think, oh, you're traveling, to, you don't get it. Like, this is a grind. And I'm going to tell you how I do it because anybody can. It's tiresome. Oh, you're going to be exhausted. <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to get something accomplished or if you want to go after your dreams, you got it. But you're going to be tired. And so, you know. It's the balance. Not everybody's going to, not everybody got the energy for that. I feel you. Listen, you know, I stay tired. (laughs) But you got to find rest. And I do feel like that's a hard thing with creatives is finding the balance to rest, you know, because we always feel like we got to get it because we do. We have to work harder. The money's not just coming to us. We got to go get it. And this, yeah. That part. What are some things that you envision for yourself? I envision me on a beach somewhere. (laughs) I envision me doing well. Like I, there's no doubt in my mind I'm gonna be a billionaire. Like nobody can tell me I'm not. It's the process of I don't know how I'm gonna get there. I have no idea, but I feel it strongly in my heart. You know, I feel that. I want to make a big impact. I don't necessarily want to be famous, but I, I want to be known. And I just want to have a big impact, like inspiration over people to do. You know, I want to be that plus size petite influencer or model, that that icon. I would love to be a global model. I love that. And you actually, I don't know if you've mentioned it here on this episode yet, but you've I know that we've had discussions about a clothing line and we've had discussions about um, a, why is the, why is the word leaving my head right now? Um, a modeling agency. Are you, how, how are those coming? Are you still manifesting those? I'm definitely, definitely going to manifest, you know, both of them. And, you know, I don't speak too much on the manifestations, but yes, uh, it's coming and it will. And I know. I know that I'm doing a lot of this just to be able to teach, you know, and to be able to show. And sometimes people don't understand that you got to put yourself in these uncomfortable positions so that you can be a leader. How you going to lead it? How you going to lead if you don't know how to do stuff? Like, you know, they be hiring managers to do the job they never done. Mm -hmm. That don't make sense to me. You can't be an efficient leader. 
So yeah, that's that's why I put myself in so many uncomfortable. And as you know, modeling is super uncomfortable, especially when you have to be in crowds of people. And mm -hmm. me being bigger and being half naked sometimes, I don't know. I can't look at the crowd. I if somebody give me a face or you know somebody, I can't do that. You on everybody's phone. You don't know what they post about you. Right. And you got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And that take a lot of courage. <laughs> It does. I mean, I'm naturally introverted and, you know, I'm coming, I'm getting over low self-esteem. So for me to be in front of people and I'd be having those thoughts, like, what are they laughing at? Are they, you know, whatever, you know, I, I know how you feel. So it's like when you're putting yourself in front of people, you just have to be like, okay, I'm doing it. You know, <laughs> I mean, ain't no other way. You just gonna have to right? do it. And if you're going to do it, do it all the way. That's my big thing too. Don't have half nothing. Yes. Don't yes. Ever. Do that. Do it with your chest. Say that with your chest. I love that. <laughs> all the way. Or don't do it at all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's a quote that has always stuck with me. And it's basically saying that to be brave doesn't mean that you don't have fear. Mm. You know, the, the, bra the bravest people, they may have that fear in them. But Most it doesn't of mean. Most us do. Right. Right. But that's something, you know, and I'll say this for me, I'm a very black and white person. I, I never have ever, I think that's been a trauma response for me in my life. I always feel like, oh, well, you know, this, and, and you know, perception, of course, like realizing that things are not always as they appear. I would look at somebody and I'd be like, oh, you know, they're da, 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 da. They're such a good looking uh, whatever, you know, just whatever. It could be like this guy that's a sports player. Um, he's never faced any adversity because look at him. He's a good looking basketball, you know, heartthrob. And it's like, no, you don't know what these people have been through. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say that if you see him like maybe standing up for somebody or whatever, and you don't know that his heart was not beating out of his chest, he could have been nervous. But, but I'm learning that like, there's gray areas in life, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that, that quote is something that I've always loved. It's, I wish I could remember exactly how it goes, but it's basically that bravery is not the absence of fear. It's mm -hmm. doing it in the presence of fear, basically. You know, you could be shaking in your boots when you walk on that catwalk, but guess what? We're walking. Yeah, so. I'm always internally, that's why I be telling people they don't get it. Internally, I'm fighting my social anxiety. I have really bad social anxiety. Mm -hmm, but the mm -hmm. way that I get through it is talking to people. I go in a room and I see somebody's nervous. I will talk to you because that helps my internal social anxiety. It's weird. But that's how I fight through it. And I help. And that's why I meet a lot of people. And people gravitate towards me because I don't come in the room like, you know, this is my. Right. I come in like, hey, what's up? How you feeling? How you doing? And that's just my energy. Mm -hmm. Just because that makes me feel good. Yes. And, you know, when you go on that stage and you're fighting something, that's double energy. So when you're off that stage, I'm tired, okay? I might want to walk one more, two more times because I love the attention. I get an adrenaline rush from it. But after that, I'm exhausted. So, like, oh, when's your next project? Y'all don't get how much energy it takes to even be in a room full of people for yes. me because I'm internally battling. I don't want y'all to be around me. I, I get away from me. Yeah. But yet, I can't tell y'all that. I got to go <laughs> and approach you. That's a fight. You're fighting. You're literally battling yourself. Yep. It's, it's, it's showing people that 
even the strongest people or how, how the strongest people look on the outside. You don't know what that battle is on the inside. I'm telling you, you, you think everybody happy when through. people be killing themselves. A lot of uh, celebrities, I mean, money can't bring you happiness. You know, you can have an attachment to it, but that's not going to bring you happiness. You have to be happy without it, or you're going to struggle. Absolutely. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share? Any, um, Anything that you haven't shared yet or anything that you want to discuss with people? Well, I just want to say change your mind, change your life. Because I, I really go by that. That's one of my my slogans. And um, because I believe in that 100%. I believe in that. So I love that. You always have the good quotes. <laughs> you just said, I can't get over that you said, uh, what'd you say? Prosperi prosperity over popularity? Pur purpose over popularity. Purpose over, yes. yes. I love that. I'm going to have to write that down. <laughs> hey, put that in your bio. <laughs> yes. Your bio right yes, I love it. All right, everybody. I'm so appreciative of Yana's time. Yana is a beautiful working mother, working creative. She is lit. Um, please, please let us know, Yana, where we can find you and support you. Anything that you're sure. doing. Okay, so most of my platforms are my name, Yana Kai, Y-A-N-A-K-A-I-I. -I, and that's on TikTok, I believe, Twitter. I'm not really on it like that. Um, my Facebook is Ayana, A-Y-A-N-A space Kylenia, K-A-I-L-I-N-Y-A. I get more traffic on there and I do post my baddie on the budgets on there. As well as my Instagram at Y-A-N-A-X-L-O-V-E-S, Yana X Loves. So there you can find me. Yes, please support my girl, Yana. This has been a beautiful conversation as always, always encouraging, uplifting, and inspiring others. Uh, and what what's the quote again? It's inspiration over influence. Influencer, yes. Inspiration yes. over influence. Because I, I want to inspire you to do what you want to do, not be like me. Yes, I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. This has been another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, God bless. Love and light. Thank you so much. K-A-N-A.